Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, indeed, it is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. My name is Reginald Datatula. His name is Blake Elliott. Yes, sir. Ski. We got Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos for you this evening. And you rolling with us on a Wednesday evening in the Metroplex. Passive uh, sports evening, at least uh, for one more night. As you know, we had, or I guess one more night, one night, right? Uh, your stars obviously had a you know, back-to-back last couple of days. They will be back in action tomorrow. Mavericks also back in action, getting back going after the All-Star break. So, you know, really going to have some fun tomorrow night, and we continue to build our way up to that. But a nice chill evening, and we appreciate you spending your chill evening here with us on the Get Right. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll get you some Mavs minutia, just some some various things, season ticket prices, maybe the how the Mavericks dropped the ball with uh, Jalen Brunson, some other things. We'll do that later. But right now, oh, oh actually. Medford. What is he doing here? I don't know why he's here. That's an apparition. apparition. I don't know why he's here. <laughs> Looking uh, nice too. Yeah, got the hair slicked back. Got the hair, everything. little polo on. Shout out to shout out to the man Alec Medford. Um, but I we were just talking about you know things that you were dying to try. Um, we talked about a lot of different things from the four six nine. They also added we want to sit next to a NASCAR driver and go two hundred miles per hour around the track. That's a good shout. That's I, a really good shout. I I would like to do that, but I would like to do that once. NASCAR F one. I think I'd go F one. Um, go F one. You'd want to, you want to yeah. actually, because I was like, I don't think, do, do they have like the tandem F1 cars? I don't even know. Or? I don't even know. I don't know enough I don't, about it. I don't know about that, but I did just get a targeted ad like probably today. I think that was about you know one of those things where you like go to a racetrack and like drive like mm. Lambos and Ferraris. That is something I want to do. That'd be really cool. Five one two said, learn to fly a plane. I'm that feels like that. a lot of work, good but on that. a lot of responsibility. <laughs> I don't know. Me personally, not really here for that. And then Loki Joker, of course, giving us. 
capping it off, said, uh, how about a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl parade? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Fair enough. Trying to keep it light and fun. Fair (laughs) enough. Uh, But right now, this conversation I thought would be really interesting because it was sparked by J.J. Reddick, who's been doing the God's work on first take this week, just He's trying one, to get us back to Twitter. basketball games. He, he's won social media this week. <laughs> like I, I know, I absolutely know that uh, Adam Silver, the NBA media space, and everything. Everybody's like, like "What are we gonna talk about till Thursday when these games get back?" JJ Reddick's like, "Don't worry, folks. I got you with a couple of things." And today he gives us kind of an interesting one. Um, actually, we should just play the audio of him on first take. Uh, this is what he was talking about earlier today. Now I want to address Stephen A.'s point. Since when is it? players' jobs to educate people on basketball. When did that become a thing? When did that become a thing? Isn't that our job? Isn't that our job? I'll answer. I'll I do answer that as my I'm, job. I'm, That's I'm, my job I'm, to educate I'm, people I'm on letting, basketball. I'm letting you speak, no, and then I, I, I'll I'm, answer. I, I'm, it's our job, Stephen A., to educate mm-hmm. people on basketball. It's okay. our job. And here's the reality. This is the okay. ecosystem we live in. I can do okay. a video on my podcast. I can do a video on my podcast where I break down the last nine games the Pelicans have used Zion Williamson as the primary ball handler and what type of actions that has led to. I looked it up this morning. 54,000 views on YouTube. But I want to call out a coach yesterday. Oh, that gets tens of millions of engagements. That's the ecosystem we live in. So do fans actually want to be educated or not? Mm -hmm. Do they? Mm Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's uh, obviously talking specifically about basketball, as that's what J.J. Redick is inclined to do. And the, when he talks about calling out a coach yesterday, he uh, he said that uh, Doc Rivers didn't have enough, you know, didn't have enough accountability to him in a way. But I thought that this was an interesting sentiment for J.J. Redick to bring out. Just the idea of, you know, do fans want to be um, educated? And I thought that was really interesting because. Man, like he's not wrong in the regard of certain content um, that is put out, you know, whether it's, you know, print media, video, audio in those spaces, some things you put out and they do not get a level of traction. And ultimately in the media space, you know, that that traction is is kind of the voting that, you know, people will use, especially since in a lot of places, if you're not paying for it, it is actually your attention that you are paying with. And so if if things get attention. You'll see more of those things continue. If things don't get attention, you won't. And the fact of the matter is the things that get attention are the things that are salacious. Even even ex- exactly what we're talking about there, which is like debate television. A lot of people watch it. A lot of people engage with it. Um, but how many people engage with maybe like podcasts that end up being kind of a little bit more niche where they, they'll break down X's and O's of whether it's football, basketball, baseball, what have you. Um, and I, I found that to be interesting because it's not a it's not a very it's not a simple question but i i think it's a nuance and it has a lot of uh, a lot of arms and tentacles to it i i think i think you you put that perfectly i i will say to the video i thought it was kind of funny how when he was starting to go on his little rant i don't know if espn was going to cut his mic how his audio kind of went out or if that just happened to be a coincidence they're like oh he's going he's going because he's he is going at kind of the company he works at he's saying the headlines that are made the things that are put out there these are getting more clicks than a more analytical side of the ball which I think it's really important that he has pointed it out. I actually had a conversation with a CA this morning about this, and we were kind of talking about if 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 we if not saying the fan, but if any outlet puts out puts out a uh, a headline that says Luca and Kyrie are working well together, that's that's the title of the video. Views 
whatever. And then if we put out a title of a video that says, Luca and Kyrie not working together, and this is why it was a failure. Which one do you think more people are clicking? Drama. Like, we, as much as people, and let's be honest, the, the people that are consuming a lot of these sports are men. We enjoy the drama as much as we want to push it out oh, and say we don't. Sports is our soap opera. I was just going to say, that is perfectly. Our, our soap opera is watching sports media. This is how we relax from whatever we're doing, and we watch that, and we love to see the the narratives. As much as oh, I hate the narratives, and I hate this, but you still click it. Well, I think, yeah, it, and the tough thing about it is I think the word narrative itself has come to mean more than what it is. It's like the narrative is just the story, and I think that is how we consume anything, right? We need to have the story of, and I think that brings this around to one of my perspective, or my perspective on it. For JJ, which is... This is where, and I think he was implicating us, the larger us of the media, but I think this is where the education of it has to, I mean, you can do that, and I, I view that as kind of the medicine in a way, but it all has to come within the idea of entertainment. From the 817, the NBA is my soap opera, while the minutiae is cool, I prefer the drama. But, like, ultimately, we have to remember, these are all entertainment products. Even, and I, I, I'm trying to remember, I think it was one of my professors at one point during the course of school or during the course of uh, college, they were like, all right. ESPN, what are the, what do those letters stand for? Entertainment Sports Programming Network. The first letter is, it stands for entertainment, right? Like that is, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that if they had put it in a different order, that it'd mean differently. But I think it's just, it's an illustration to help you remember. All of this is still from a perspective of entertainment. And so if you are going to educate folks, well, I, think, I still think the question of do people want that education is worthwhile, but that disparity also needs to come with the point of can you find a way to make it interesting and entertaining because ultimately that's still what people are coming for. A lot of you find folks either working or, you know, relaxing after working. Like you, you're not necessarily trying to work as at sports as well, right? Like it's it's supposed to be a place that's entertaining, entertaining and in some ways relaxing. And so it, sometimes it can feel like school if it's not done well and it's it's a lot easier listening and a lot easier to digest sometimes when we go to some of the other places, you yeah. know? I, I thought I thought Mike Golick Jr. did a, a great job of kind of putting it on Twitter. Shout out to Gojo. He, he, he said, I think to answer JJ's question on whether fans want to be educated, some fans do, some don't. The, the thing is, most fans don't have the time to digest content as dense of X's and O's. The responsibility to teach doesn't fall on the players, but I think us in the media should teach that as well. And I think that's just what it is, kind of how you just said, Reg. Do some fans want to be educated? Sure. That's why on some podcasts where it's, like he said, breaking down how they're using Zion and Zoom action and, and different flares and kind of some horn action, why that's happening and why they're scoring in their points per possession, some fans will really click into that. Not everybody has time to really understand, and they might still Ooh, just buddy. like the NBA, yeah. and they want to follow the storylines. Who's Who was supposed to be good that isn't good this year? And who are the teams that are supposed to, going to make it far in the playoffs? And who fell off? And who's surprising versus, like, why is this team really good? And I think there is a core niche of fans that do care about that. And I think that JJ's part, he's the people that are on ESPN. A lot of people are just watching for entertainment. It's in the morning. You're just watching to kind of catch up on your little sports soap opera and keep up with all the characters and all the storylines. Not as much of like, I'll even pivot a little bit. When I watch a TV show, I want to know every detail of it. Why it's happened. It's just how I am as a person. Like, oh, I watched the YouTube review after what I missed in the show things to look forward in season two, things that, that I didn't notice. Like, I want to know why it's happening and the, kind of the psychology behind it. 
Some that, people just want to see the show. But even then, that goes to another level, right? Are you watching the, you know, the director's cut where they're breaking down how they made it and yeah. what the what the what the tr- tricks of the trade of how they made it are? Because yeah. that's some of what we're talking about here, right? Let's bring it back to basketball where he is. Right? Like some people are here because I enjoy the sport of basketball. I enjoy watching the athleticism or what have you, right? Do I want to know how the sausage is made in that? What is this action called and how do you run that and all those things? Or do I want to just watch the game, right? Do I want to just watch the entertainment? Do I want it? And so, like, I think that the tough thing about it is understanding that everybody comes for a different thing and there are different, like, levels to various people. And the thing to remember, especially as we get into a further and further fractured media space where everybody can get exactly what they're looking for in, like, different niches, right? The mainstream, like the things that are like shot at a, a broad amount of people, broadcasting, literally in the word, are the it's going to be the things that are the most people can tap into. So it's going to be in some it's ways easy, lowest common dom- denominator, it's right? It's easy to 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 kind of take in. It's not hard. Like like you said, people are getting off work. They don't necessarily want to X's and O's, and they're like, I can just really easily attach to this. ESPN is looking at how can we get the broadest amount of people that'll tap in and not really um, specify herself and count out all these people that don't know what we're talking about, where JJ, who mostly probably everyone that follows him on YouTube, probably likes basketball to a high degree and understands kind of what he's talking about. So that's his target audience. And I I think he he needs to, and look, one of the things I know that Shannon Sharp got mad at him where he was like, you know, he was basically, he's like, JJ was like, I know what we're doing here, but in some ways, right, you have to understand that not everybody's in the same bucket, right? So there's going to be some places that we have niche things where you'll have a podcast like Spits and Suds, mind you, right? Like Odyssey Podcast. Uh, that's going to be real hockey, real niche. If somebody wants to tap into that, that's there for you, right? You're not always going to get hockey talk in a general larger space because there's not like that doesn't operate as widely. And we understand that, but sometimes, I, sometimes, and especially coming off of this weekend with like All Star and all those things, there's things that we know, but we're still going to complain about. And this feels like one of those places where we know, but we're still going to complain about it. But I do think that it's a worthwhile question, like how much do people want to be educated? Because I think also a lot of people will look at, you know, a circumstance like First Take where it feels like it's mostly fluff and there's not enough meat. And I think that that is where we as media members have to find a way to balance that where it's like we're giving you enough and you know of the entertainment we're giving you enough of the fun while also still giving you enough of the few the places where it feels like you're being entertained you're being nourished you're getting that kind of i don't know education for lack of a better term um and get that to the right place right and so i I think that's that's ultimately the thing is finding the right balance more than you know this is right or that is right i I think that the NBA and sports media and in some instances, the the mainstream media being a soap opera, I think it's kind of the best way to put it. It's the just mainstream media. It, it, it's just something that you can relax and listen to and not have to engage that heavily. And if you want to learn the game of basketball, learn the game of baseball, game of football, there's a, a gajillion podcast about those. You can learn the X's and O's and hear from former coaches and scouts and players. Or if you just kind of want to hear the storylines and drama pieces that, that are easy to um, digest, then you can go to those mainstream ones, and they're 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 available to everyone. So I, I think it's just it's all subjective. It is subjective, but I thought it was a, like an interesting question because I think it is something that, especially as someone who plans a show yep. every day, that's going out to a very large you know set of listeners here in you know here in DFW and even further via like the Odyssey app, YouTube, Twitch, and all those things. It's something I think about is like how how do I reach all these people and give them some facsimile of what they want, and so. 
It's something that is a lot more, I don't want to dismiss the question because I think it's a lot more relevant than people consider, but I think that he he he's coming from a level of, I don't know, he's coming with a level of spice that felt like it was too much. I, I see someone texted in, too much Cowboy Laker talk on TV. While you might agree, it sells. If they do why the New Orleans Pelicans, like JJ said, are doing well this no one's really going to tap in other than New Orleans Pelican fans and hard and hardcore NBA fans. You're 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 throwing out fifty percent of your demographic that wants to listen that doesn't know anything about the Pelicans or cares about the Pelicans. So. Right, and I, look, I'm not trying to absolve ESPN in particular and no, other other because like everyone does it. There's there's balances that need to be struck, and some and a lot of times, honestly, it doesn't feel like that balance is struck. But I do think that it's it's worth acknowledging the difficulty of striking that balance, and we hope that at least when you listen 105 to the fan, you feel like that balance is close to being struck. Hopefully we keep you entertained over here, baby, and well, also, you learn something. Yeah, I, you hope you, I hope you learn something. 877-881-1053 if you learn something at some point. Listening to the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's get you some Mavs minutia, a little bit of audio uh, when it comes to Jalen Brunson and how his exit happened. Maybe also what's happening with season ticket prices with the uh, Dallas Mavericks. We'll talk about that and more next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. My name is Reginald Datatula. His name is Blake Elliott. We got Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. And thank you guys for and girls for rolling with us here on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Rangers 105.3 The Fan. In fact, in that regard, tomorrow, Jared Sandler will be in Surprise, Arizona to start his time and tenure uh, covering and calling Rangers baseball in surprise for spring training. So excited to have him out there. And then this weekend, you'll get uh, 105 through the fan hosts other than Jared Sandler out there as well, man. It's it's time to turn up as your Rangers uh, look to try and get a second World Series championship this season. We were uh, just talking about how fans like taking in content. And from the 817, what you think of this, Reggie? I stick local and Tolo because I'm just trying to listen to the boys shoot the spuds about sports. Content, honestly, doesn't even matter as much as the show energy to me. And look, that's absolutely, first of all, thank you for rocking with us. Mm-hmm. Also, secondly, I, I'm glad that you self-censored in that moment because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if he's going to because I can read it and yeah. I see I see that word in yeah. there. You like spuds? I appreciated that. Yeah. I appreciate it. That was a nice uh, nice little flair to add. But yeah, no, that, there's people that are in that place as well where it's like heavy on the entertainment, light on the sports. There's other people that are like heavy on the sports. Lighter on the entertainment, please. And Stop so, laughing, Blake, and trying to sing. I'm trying to learn about P.J. Washington's EPA and Dak Prescott's on-off splits. You like how I switched them? Yeah, I was like, wait, <laughs> I don't think that's even. Also, just just stop singing. You can laugh. Just don't do the My singing, singing is good, Reggie. No, as a friend. Okay. I'm telling okay. you, it and is not. A, a singer? I, I, I'm sorry, guys. Did you hear no that casual yeah. as a singer? I thought he was about to say, I thought he was going to censor himself as a friend. As your radio producer. As, as a co-worker. <laughs> as an acquaintance. <laughs> what is the furthest distance I can put from us and say this? Wait. No, but people will tell you you're not good at something, like my singing, and you'll be the next Kelly Clarkson. Don't let anybody hold you down, Tolos. I'm including not the, the one two people holding next you down to me, guys. This I know I'm a good singer. Now, you know what this is? Those are the people that go into American Idol. <laughs> they, don't let, they don't listen to anyone tell them any That's differently. Right. They right. go and embarrass themselves. That's right. Yeah. Um, you're, and you remember, this is 100,000 watts. There's plenty of people listening to this right now. Yeah, that's already. fine. Okay, that's fine. Good. I'm sure there's someone listening that probably wanted to do American Idol, and they also got told they weren't a good singer. But it don't matter to me. You like that, little Michael Jackson? Exhibit you, A through Z right there. Yeah, you asked me a question. Did I like that? Absolutely not. That More is, Usher that Blake. 
There we go. I'm not gonna. I or they said SMH. <laughs> uh, I thought it was. He thought he, he, thought he had an ally. <sighs> That's funny. Um, what is not funny for Dallas Mavericks fans, particularly ones that love being at the AAC for Mavericks basketball? Um, earlier today, or actually yesterday, rather, a Reddit user named Let's Go Mavs. You know, it's credible. That's credible, right there. No, but I mean, like they, 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 their allegiances are very clear. They posted that. His his Mavericks season tickets are going up fifty percent next year, and so and per a team sales rep, the team is doing away with loyalty pricing. And shortly after that, our friend Nick Angstad, locked on Mavs, asked his Twitter followers followers whether they were experiencing something similar. And as we found out over the course of the day yesterday and into really in, through today, the answer is yes. So like. I know that Nick was on with the G-Bag Nation earlier today, and while, while on with them, he said that he saw numbers anywhere from like 8 to like maybe 20, 30% yep. increases when it came to season tickets or even like the, the maybe like 10-game plans, those types of things as well. Um, and so we are in that place where it seems like the Adelson family, um, as much as people you know thought about the ideas of all the money that might be coming through for this Mavericks team, what you're also seeing is having different decision makers maybe are changing the money of how much you're having to pay to get in because loyalty pricing, Mark Cuban, that's something that he was very cognizant of and cared a lot about. Um, I was talking with uh, CA just about the ways in which Mark Cuban clearly cared about like the in-arena in experience as well and the ways in which you know the little things that he tried to institute to make sure that fans kind of got a chance to focus on the game at the right times during the game and things of that nature. And so I'm wondering how many things we see kind of shift over the course of time as we start to see the Adelson Dumont ownership of this Mavs of this Mavs team because now you look at the, the way in which um you know, hey man, these these prices jumped a good amount on uh you know for this season. And this, you typically see these types of things when a team like wins a championship and really changes a great deal in significance. And I mean, I think the Mavericks are getting better. Don't get me wrong, but that is not the case here. Yeah. Um, well, we're seeing the first big shift. Obviously, when you change the price of something, there's going to be shock. And I'm assuming that their thought process is the Mavs are one of the best media markets and sports markets. Someone's going to buy these tickets and not just going to be empty. But I think what Cuban did was I know how loyal our fans have been over years and years, and I'm going to keep the prices the same. Whether we're good or bad, these people are being loyal and coming to our games, and I want those loyal, faithful fans and not just people that are showing up to show up. And I, I'm seeing a lot of people. I even even texted some of my friends. Um, Rashad Miller also let me know. He said, I, I set my eyes on the new price, and it was more than what I originally paid in the past 10 years, this is the highest it's ever been. So mm. it is obviously something from the new ownership group. I don't know. so I'm not going to throw it out. There. I don't know how much Mark Cuban has a say so on this. I don't know if he's allowed to be like, hey, I don't like this and change it. I don't know. He's not. He is not the decide. He does not have a controlling interest when it comes to the uh, the ownership group. Like they, they have a controlling interest where they get to make that decision. Now, there was a response from Team Communications to D Magazine, who asked, you know, various questions like, is the team doing away with loyalty pricing? Uh, is there any insight into the price structure? What prompted these changes? Those types of questions. Or when was the decision made also? The response that uh, D Magazine received from Team Communications was read verbatim as follows. With the implementation of new benefits and incentives for our Club Maverick members, 
Next season's ticket prices have increased incrementally but remain at at or below league averages. We will always keep our member pricing competitive to provide optimal service for our loyal fan base. Great PR answer. Yeah, that's very much, very much. <laughs> Incremental. Um, <laughs> and D Magazine went further to say that, you know, they went through the follow-ups uh, to that they haven't heard back on on what the benefits and incentives that were added are and, you know, if the team could follow, you know, give further clarity on what the league average. And when it comes down to it, um, league average pricing is kind of tough to surmise, especially when you look at the the really high prices that are coming from coming from certain teams like the Knicks and the Lakers and yeah, the Warriors and markets. the Celtics, right? Um, and maybe that's why you know the maybe that's why these prices go up is because this this organization looks at it and like it's a place where more money and more revenue can be made with a market that should be at least seen by some similar to those type of markets as opposed to. Yeah, uh, maybe like a, a a medium or small market team in the NBA. And and the two one four points out, and I you you are as good as information as I'm having this because I didn't go to a resort there. What I know of the Vegas resorts is they love to nickel and dime you in resort fees. I'm guessing they're referring to the Addison. Yeah, the Addison Dumont family and their their interests in you know resorts and such in Vegas. Someone also said money for the casino got to come from somewhere. Reason for the price increase. I, I honestly. I don't, and we we don't have actual, you know, we don't have actual res- responses from them, so we cannot say definitively. But honestly, I think we have sussed it out in some ways. Is that Mark Cuban, for whatever you know, negative things that you want to talk about his leadership and his tenure, there's definitely some things that I can point to that make me very uncomfortable with the ways in which at times he has run the Mavericks. But look, man, it was very clear in a lot of instances that he cared about you know, making sure the fan experience was worthwhile. And I imagine some of that was making sure the pricing was good so that you could continue that, you know, sold out streak and those types of things. And the Adelson family, probably that's less of a priority for them, that in particular. And so they they want to be able to squeeze a little bit more money. And I know that sounds like real predatory, but that's that's some of what they have the opportunity to do. Um, and so that, hey, that kind of stinks in that a, regard. What a young thug say, business is business. Someone else said mine went up thirty seven percent. That's tough. Someone else said went from three twenty a month to four fifty a month. Yeah, that's a look, and I, I'll be interested to see how Mavs fans react to this because Probably there's negatively. been a, no. I mean, like, yes, the initial just like vocal reaction. I'm uh, thinking about like I want to actually buy. Yeah, yeah, well, like, do people just because I mean, look, there's a lot of people in Dallas that do have money, but yeah. then there's also people in Dallas that are like, and in this current time with this economy, right? There's some people that are like, yeah, I don't know that I want to go. I'm not sure I want to go to that place, right? Or does that fit into whatever budget I have or what have you? So I'm I'm interested in seeing how this actually ends up going. But there you go. That that was something that popped up Mavericks-wise from the A17. Someone said, bring back Reunion Arena where courtside seats for $5. (laughs) Buddy, I wish. Uh, But no, not going to be there. Uh, I did want to bring you a little bit of audio here um, because I was alerted to this earlier today, and I was like, huh. This is interesting. Jalen Brunson, obviously former Maverick, drafted by your Dallas Mavericks, ultimately now a New York Knicks and an all-star, talked a little bit about how the circumstances of his final season in Dallas went because we've had a lot of – there was a lot of reporting in the time. We had a lot of conversations about how and, you know, what level of willingness and why he ultimately decides to leave the Dallas Mavericks to go and sign in New York. And so we'll get this in his own words. It's two parts. Here's part one, cut three here, on his willingness to possibly stay in Dallas. I really did want to stay in Dallas before my fourth season in Dallas, my last season in Dallas. 
we try to extend our contract, whatever we can get. Was the most we can get was like four years and fifty-five million, and so obviously we wanted to do that. I wanted to stay there. I thought I thought I would be there for a long time, and uh, I liked my role there. It's funny because my agent was like, "I mean, you can do so much. You can do. You can get more. You can get more." I'm saying like, "Well, like I just I want to be safe. Like, I'm not trying to gamble right now. This is not something you can really gamble with if it's out there." Right. And so, but they they were like, "We want to see where we're at." You know, well, like. 20, 25 games into the season. But uh, we were like, all right, well, if we're not going to do it, I kind of don't want to do it until after the season. I'm not trying to think about this. During the season, right. Yeah, so there's a period where Luca went out and I started to start. I was playing really well. I think I was averaging like 20 and like six, maybe, whatever. It was about that 20 to 25 mark. And so we went back. We're like, hey, like, if the deal's there. We're thinking about it. Like, I'll do it. Like, right now. And still, it was no. Like, it, was, it wasn't a hard note. It was just like, we want to see, we want to see. So, I'm so like, this was Dallas. This is Dallas. Uh, it's still in Dallas. Okay. Trade deadline comes. I'm like thinking, like, all right, well, if, the, if I'm not getting extended, I'm probably going to get traded. Probably. I think the way I've been playing, like, there's just like, playing well, right? I'm playing somewhat decent. And so that didn't happen. And then, um, yeah, so like the, the deal came on the table after the trade deadline. I was like, I, I no, I think, I think I've outgrown that now. Right. Okay. Personally, that's what I thought. I was like, I think I've outgrown that. Yep. Um, so I know a lot of people, the conversation on Twitter when that came out was, did the Mavericks fumble Jalen Brunson? And, oh, they should have paid him and done that. There was multiple attempts for them to try to pay him, and it just didn't work out from both sides where Brunson was kind of betting on himself. And well, then, that, that's not what Brunson is saying here. Yeah. What Brunson is saying here is he wanted, he was ready to sign a deal if they put it on the table for him. They were not willing to do that. And honestly, I've heard similar things. The idea that, not necessarily that they wanted to be convinced on Brunson himself. But on the team. But you remember at this time, uh, you still have um, Christoph Porzingis. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that what they were looking at was trying to figure out how they got, you know, did that, figured out the situation of moving on from Kristaps and then ultimately figuring out how that all of that comes together. And people act like how Brunson played in those couple games where Luke was on the playoffs that he was like that his whole career with the Mavs. Do we have a lot of recency bias within that? Like, did he play better towards the back end of his career? Or not career, career with the Mavs? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. He he, he progressed. He continued to progress. Um, I think for me, my criticism is always, and to be fair, right, I always have to temper my criticism because I did not think that he would reach the levels that he reached here in Dallas. No one, and then no one now, did. especially not where he is now. And so I give him a lot of credit for the development that he's been able to undertake and the, the you know, the work ethic to get there. However, like in-house, that is your job is to be able to determine and figure out if, especially when they're under your tutelage and in your building to be able to ter- determine, I, is this a guy that's going to progress? But ultimately, I think that it's worth noting, right? That, yeah, it, it seemed like the Mavericks wanted to figure out how they would move on from Christoph Porzingis and having all of these assets available if they needed to make a move was going to be necessary. And I think they got to the point where they ultimately did move on from Christoph Porzingis and were like, all right, cool. Now it's time to give Jalen Brunson his money. And Jalen Brunson was like, at this point, I actually it's think that I late. can. Yeah, it's a little too late if you had committed earlier. Uh, but however, let's, let's get the rest of this as Jalen Brunson gives you the second part of the circumstances for him. Obviously going to playoffs, Luke gets hurt like, second to last game or last game of the season. And so we're, he's out for the first three games, and I obviously did what I did. Ain't no looking back. Ain't no looking back. And so that all happens. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of my timeline so I don't mess up. So they'll be losing the Western Conference Finals. 
And I remember seeing something on Twitter after the game, and it was like Mark saying, hey, like we can pay him the most money. And so he says that on Twitter. He says that like in the in an interview, like Post-season, whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever, like literally right after the game. And so I'm thinking like, all right, I'm okay. I just, I just, after that, it was like crickets. Mm. From my point of view, I can't speak to anyone else. I'm like, just from my point of view, it was crickets. Mm-hmm. And so, and obviously I saw like New York making moves and saw all that stuff. I was like, home, close to home, close to home. two hours away from where I was, or an hour away from where I was born. Yeah. Parents live on the East Coast, whole family's on the East Coast. So I started thinking like, yeah, I could, this, this could be a real thing. And so um, then here we are. And, and I thought that was the damning part of it is the idea. Cause like, again, I can understand that the, you know, trade deadline still trying to figure out, you get these things done when you, when you're out here publicly saying we have the money to pay him the most. And then the time comes, put that on the table. Yeah. And if, yeah. if you believe Jalen Brunson's timeline, that's, I think that is where the, the Mavericks fumbled Jalen Brunson. And, and I, I, this is the last thing I'll say about it is Jalen Brunson was getting benched in playoff series. He played a lot better towards the end. He put up great numbers without Luka. He put up great numbers with Luka. They went to the Western Conference Finals, lost to the Warriors. We all know what happened. They still got Kyrie Irving out of it, who I think, I mean, he and, and this season he's put up great numbers. They, they got Kyrie Irving, but they lo- like you lost assets in letting that guy walk. But, but right? also like, with Brunson, people act as if he was what he's putting up in New York. He was going to put up in, uh, in Dallas. I no. hate when people, I'm not saying you, Rachel. I'm just saying yeah. people will bring it up all the time. They'll, say, they'll show his numbers. Oh, the Mavs could have had this guy. Guys, when a second or third option goes to a team and becomes the number one option, somebody's got to lead the team in points per game. Brunson stepped into that role amazingly. And as Dallas fans, you should be happy for him that he blossomed at home and is playing well and scoring all the points he's doing and getting all-star bids. I don't think he would be the player he is today under under Luka. No, under I, don't, the Mavs. I, I don't think that, especially because of like usage and the ways in which he, he needs the ball in his hands. Um, at least he is right now. But I do think that the the Mavericks would have wanted to have him here, and you would you like the ways in which we've talked about the the steady drip of losing assets, mm-hmm. especially draft assets that the Mavericks have had, and the ways that they've had to use more and more of those. They had to go to the bank of Pressy to be able to get more in order to re, you know fix those mistakes. These are one of the mistakes where you lose those assets, and so at at the very least in that regard, I think the Mavs did fumble there. But ultimately, they're in a place where I think they're able to maybe make some things happen. And so good for them in trying to, like, fix those things. But this is one of the things that you had to fix. And I think it's it's worth acknowledging this yeah. is one of those places where you messed up. No, no. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to go on the point of saying messed up. I, I think it's I think it's a point where maybe you could have handled it better. Like, I mean, if they had traded Brunson. Messing, and, it, messing up is not something that means that you are, uh, you know, irredeemable. But it's worth acknowledging when you mess up. Like, that's account, that is what accountability is. I don't care what people think accountability is, which is getting up and saying, I accept responsibility. That's not accountability. Real, real accountability is acknowledging when you messed up and then actively, you know, taking it. And so I think this is worth the Mavericks looking at it and going, yeah, we messed up here. Yeah. And now you've you've done the work to try and fix and get yourself in a better place. But this is absolutely one of those places. Yeah, I, I, I think mm-hmm. I, I'm still happy with the outcome that came. Did it cost you a little bit more in the end? Yes. But I just I, I don't think Jalen Brunson was blossoming into what everyone sees him at now to where he is in New York, and I'm happy for him. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's do a little sharing time. We'll do it here on the, on the fan.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatuli here with you alongside Blake Ellie. Yes, Erski. I was about to call you three-time Hall of Famer. That's the other guy that nope, I talk to yet. frequently. Chris Arnold, who... Uh, Thankfully, having a night off, he'll be uh, he'll be working tomorrow night. Not on the get right, but at the AAC is your Dallas Mavericks will start uh, the the final stretch of the season. I guess the last third of the season after the All Star break, they'll welcome in the Phoenix Suns, who are apparently in town already, um, which makes sense, right? Getting in town before the game. Uh, I could tell you how I know that, but I'm not going to because I realize I don't think that I asked this gentleman if I could say that. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So. You just have to use your mind. My bad, y'all. I told you about a thing that you can't know about. That's, inside jokes. Yeah, that's not that's not what you want to do. Isn't and you know everyone, what? Isn't that everyone's favorite hearing an inside joke that you don't know the inside? Right. Joke and about? this is the thing. This is why I'm the jerk in this instance. Is usually if there's an inside joke, at least just don't tell me about it. Right. Yeah. If I don't know that I don't know, can't hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Me telling you that you can't know about something is a real jerk thing to do. So I apologize for doing that. But what I will do in order to make good on that is to give you a little sharing time. There you go. Did you have something that you wanted to get to? You go first. You go first. You never have anything. I, I do. I. That's Reggie, my sharing time. Reggie. That's Reggie, my sharing time. Reggie. This is supposed to be a half. This supposed to be a 50-50 effort. You know what it is, Ross? Every time I go first for sharing time, I talk forever, and I look up, and Reggie's that, wrapping up the segment. I don't let Reggie talk. So that happens from time to time. I feel bad. I want both my co-hosts, or I guess my co-host, to have just as much time to share about his sharing time, because Reggie's a little bit better about being more concise with time. I'll just forget and you know, well, we're into the break. Well, one thing to remember is I'm here at least twice as much as you are yep. doing this show. I share plenty. Okay. I got I got time to share. Okay. Well, my son spotted a lemon pepper loot. 
<laughs> it, no, it was not that. Although that would be very funny. Y'all are funny on the text that line. Be, somebody said, which hotel in downtown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's salacious. It's not It's not that salacious. It really isn't. It really is. Um, it, Actually, I feel like I would not get in trouble for mentioning Okay, go, go, go. Uh, our, our friends, KNC Masterpiece, yeah. including Alec Medford, yep. who's, you know, producing for them. Hair down, I might add. Yes. Uh, they they got a, they had a dinner with, uh, or a dinner that was put together for uh, the Swing and Four Cause charity. It's one of those auction items. And so they fulfilled theirs tonight at Nick and Sam's. Nick and Sam's. When they went to Nick and Sam's, they saw... Your, one of your new Mavericks, Daniel Gafford. Daniel Gafford was there having dinner, but he was also having dinner with a friend, Eric Gordon. Yep. And so both. Oh, of I those didn't know guys. they said they were at the table together. I thought they were just said they were both in the restaurant. Oh, okay, they were both in the restaurant. I, I guess I, I, I don't know. I you don't know what? Know. I I kind of assumed there, so I appreciate you clearing that yeah. up for me. I think they were just both in the restaurant. Um, no, I don't really have some long-winded sharing time other than kind of what I said to start the show that today was great. Mm-hmm. I ran a bunch of errands, went to TJ Maxx, went to Target, went to Whole Foods first. And I realized the prices were just not what I was liking. Grab, grab, so you, you didn't know about Whole Foods? You didn't about, know about their game? Grab bananas. They were seven ninety nine. Why are you getting bananas at Whole Foods? Well, doesn't that sound right? Whole Foods is supposed to be like healthy, and I was, I needed. Bananas. Oh, you didn't even have like a reason. You was just at Whole no, Foods to I, be at Whole Foods. I needed. Bananas. Oh, you poor baby. I, I needed bananas and like, more milk. Like That's I feel what like I needed. you went to Whole Foods for that. And I would. Why are y'all both looking at me? I don't know. I don't know Whole Foods like that. I was just like, let this me poor poor baby. Let me ingratiate myself in Dallas. Let me go where I'll I'll tell you my other reasoning off off air. And I was like, let me go to Whole Foods and see what see what it's talking about. And I was like, okay, this is too expensive. It's not whatever. talking about nothing, my boy. And so I just went to Target. Got there, there you, that sounds a lot more reasonable. Uh, if you if you get real reasonable with your money, you might go to Aldi. I know Aldi, Aldi was my spot. <laughs> that Aldi that, was that my might spot. be where it needs to be. My old spot, Aldi was right next. So I went to Aldi every time. That's the only place I went. But the closest Aldi's twenty five minutes away. Yeah, so that might that not point. be worthwhile. And then I went to TJ oh, Maxx. You living with you living with the wealthy? You said you said you stopped by Whole Foods, but the Aldi not close by. I think that's telling that there's some demographics there, baby. <laughs> I'm learning about where you stay. Okay, and, and then you be pulling around, <laughs> no. seeing seeing rich stuff. No, no. Never that. And then I went to TJ Maxx. What's the closest church of chicken to you? I don't think there's one in the area. That's right. You see, we've sussed some things out. We're figuring I, some and things I, out. And, and I'm mad about that. I'm a golden chick enthusiast. I love me some I golden church chick. of chicken. I know, but that means something very different. I, I agree. <laughs> but I love golden chick. I could care less. I was trying to be different. I'm not going to air wound or whatever that's called. I was like, let me go to Whole Foods. Is that nearby though? I don't even, I think it's in LA. I don't think there's one in Texas. Okay. I don't know. But I went to TJ Maxx. That was the highlight of my day. Got some candles. Got a new comforter. They say you're not slick for going to Whole Foods. They know, yeah! what, you, they know what you was looking for. You wasn't looking for no bananas, no milk. Well, you no, might have been no, looking no. for milk. I don't know. I don't know what kind oh of taste gosh. you have. Y'all are, to y'all be completely are honest. crazy. I got almond milk, uh, vanilla, unsweetened. Wow. Um, if, you're, if anyone was wondering. Wow. And- what he that that sentence that he just said called me broke. That's what it just happened. <laughs> and then I got some bananas and fresh strawberries. Somebody says six oh one. Bet there's a Chick Fil A. Uh, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. What kind of other uh, establishments are in Blake's community? I want Probably to know. not pawn shops. I, I, I absolutely I, not. I, absolutely guys, not. Guys. I didn't choose what's around me. I just you choose. Pl- what do you mean you didn't choose? Whoa! I'm saying I didn't Whoa. build. I didn't he build. He was like community. This apartment was here first, I didn't, and then I got it, and then all these other things populated around. Okay, me. you know what? I'm gonna bring it back to ground level. My dryer has been broke for a week, and I've been complaining. And they told me I should probably just go to the laundromat 
because it'll be quicker than getting a new dryer. So, so you had to load up the truck and drive a yeah. drive an hour to a laundromat yeah. because there's none nearby. Okay. <laughs> Back to this. <laughs> Either way, you just took it down. You took it down to the uh, to the dry cleaner. Like, hey, wash these, please. I went to the what do they call it? The coin machine. I think that's what they call it. There was never mind. I don't. I don't know. Laundry mats are all about putting like quarters in a, in a washer dryer, yeah. and, and those are all fronts for money laundering. We know that. <laughs> um, I've seen enough of those arcs. Yeah, nine seven two. You're right. No laundromat in Blake's neighborhood. They're don't know. Um, I'm gonna go tomorrow morning. That's gonna be um, on the agenda. Um, is there a public park near your house where a lot of people go walking, walk their dogs? Why of, is everybody coming at me on the text? Folks wearing athleisure, walking their dogs. You know what it is? There's a lot of people that walk their dogs. A lot of around. cyclists. There's a cycle bar down the street. Hey, we got him, baby. <laughs> we got him. Everyone's just wealth, just wealth springing we up. Him. We got him. <laughs> no, no, no. Either way, I went to TJ Maxx. You know, you go to TJ Maxx. I feel like it's where you save money, and I got candles, three for twenty-two dollars, mm, and it was whoa. a gr- five wick, three wick, and un wick. A five, a five wick candle is insane. five wick is the way to go. That's unnecessary. Um, it's like a bowl. That's, that's like excessive. a torch in medieval times. Like that's nuts. And then I got some plants, and I got a comforter and some pillows, and just kind of spruce up the house a little bit, the green colorway. They said it's the HOA in Blake's neighborhood. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I'm done talking about a- my shit. 817 said Blake's neighborhood got dog hotels. All right. I guess I live in Beverly Hills, guys. In From the Orange County. Blake lives near a Sephora. Shout out oh to Eric. Shout out to pastry chef, Eric, pastry chef Eric. I, I used to love my old apartment when I lived next to Aldi and Sonic. I didn't choose where I live. I I That's literally how where you okay, live. Okay. I did choose where I live. I didn't look at the area around me. I just said what what price is in my budget and has a parking garage and a washer. Your budget and dryer. must be crazy, dog. I know. Oof, man. Yeah, guys, I'm paying. Guys, I, I live in Orange County. The the cat's out the back. Yeah, he he, he takes a private jet to work every day. Half price books. Half price books is one of my favorites. I'm a I'm a big I'm gonna get a book and a glass wait, of wine. Wait, wait, hold tonight. on. I feel like you're not getting the joke. What's half the, price books. That's a that's a nice thing, right? That's half, half, it's literally in the name, half price. Like they they begin like that is a used bookstore. And I love that kind of place. I feel like if you wanted to make the joke, you probably no, say that there's like a Barnes and Noble or something. No Walmart nearby. Yeah, there's not. Okay. Right. I'm not the I'm not the mayor of Dallas. I didn't choose what's around me. How many Starbucks are within walking distance I, of your place? I, yes. Probably a couple. I don't know. Probably a couple. That's crazy. From the two one four Blake Valets at the laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> he lives near Jerry. <laughs> I definitely do not. That's yeah, I was about to say, I definitely Troy? do not. That's good stuff. Keep this. Keep this going on. What other uh, characteristics are of Blake's neighborhood? Oh, I gosh. found. I found that you know how I have fun when Blake's in studio bullying Blake. I'm not a good person. I want to admit that right up front. But bullying Blake has been fun for me. I, 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 I apologize, I, Blake. It's okay. I, I am sorry, but not sorry enough to stop doing it's it. Okay. I'm just going to tell you that I, entirely I, I teased him and Alec because they kind of said the same thing on the break. I said, I'm going to start crying and maybe that'll make him stop. And they said, probably not. <laughs> so I would imagine that they doubled down at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blake has an ocean front from his balcony. I wish. That's right. The, I wish. I look at a parking garage. That, that big old balcony. ocean that's in uh, in North North Texas. I got a nice view of building two when I walk out to my balcony. There's definitely a Panera Bread. That's the right, real question is, is how often can you check next door and see folks posting about not in my backyard? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a whole different story. Blake, say Tiff's treats. I don't know. Is that is that a I don't know. I don't is that know. a yeah, way to I was going to say that or crumble. That's how you really know. I, I don't I don't really know what's around me, guys. I go to work and go home. I'm a pretty. I'm don't pretty, worry. We're going to we're going we're gonna to make you open up Google Maps. Actually, you probably use Apple Maps. I do use Apple Maps. I would never use Google Count Maps. 
<laughs> Count it. Um, but, and before we go, before we go, you did say you were going to Whole Foods from the two and four. Blake, what's her name? Um, it's the get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we'll get you your headlines on this Wednesday evening in the Metroplex. Maybe bully Blake a little bit more. We'll do that next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.